Hey everybody! Oh hey guys! So hey guys. <laughs> Sorry. See what happens. Joke between all three of us. I'm not here for Chris isn't here again. This is not another not not episode. <laughs> yeah, uh, not again. Not again. Sorry, we just talked about this beforehand. <laughs> uh, Three thirty-five. Uh, we do these when not all of us can get together, but we still want to put out some type of content for our listeners. Uh, so it's Paul and myself. Mm-hmm. I'm John. I'm Paul. I was mentioned previously. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we're here to do uh, another not episode. And um, this one's kind of interesting. It was something um, something where we can get back into talking about comic books. And I said, uh, let's go on to our wish list for <laughs> uh, Comixology. Things that may have been something we've wanted to check out. Something we noticed after it had come out and said, hey, maybe we should do yeah. this. Or sometimes you're like, you know, I'm already spending 10 bucks. I don't want to buy this extra book. And uh, so I said, let's go in there. Let's pick a book. A little less at random, more at, like, what do I yeah. really want to buy out of here? And uh, let's review them. Yeah, you, you sold it to me as uh, Comics Wishless comics wishless Roulette, which I'm like, you know, I, I'm a big fan of credit card roulette. Yes. That I've only played with my wife and have always lost. <laughs> I always have to pay for dinner, no matter what. Yeah. Even if... I win, I'm still using our joint credit card. No, we don't have joint credit cards. Come on. That, you know, that kind of going out and have that what fun is this? money. Russia? Fun. Joint credit cards? Fun money. Except for money. <laughs> and that, going out for dinner is considered fun. Um, but anyways, not to talk about my wife and I, my finances anymore. Uh, I was like, oh... Is John going to pick out a book for me off of my wish list? Because I don't know if I put anything on the wish list. You you had more books that I accidentally put in your wish list. <laughs> yeah, that I think I actually had. It's like, oh right, this book came out last week. I should remember to pick it up. Like there was a couple yeah. of those, or oh, remember to buy this, which I did did already own because it's like yeah, download. It was weird that you had some you already owned in your wish list. I think that was previous to now when you buy them, they go out. Mm-hmm. Uh. And then I have way too much stuff in mine. And then, but then and John explains that oh, we're we're both buying one out of our own. And that, so, unfortunately, I had to go back and be like, "What's a series that's not technically on my wish list, but I wanted to check out yeah. for the longest time?" And I even said, because Paul used to have a stack of shame, which mm-hmm. was just a stack of comic books he never got around to reading. So I said he can even break into that. Yeah, but then you would have to come over and read it. And then it would cut on into our friend chat time. Yeah, we had a good chat time. Uh, Talking hero clicks. Hero clicks. Uh, Blast from the past. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we ended up going with... uh, My pick was Green Valley by Max Landis. He's a a movie writer, right? Yeah. uh, John Landis' son. Oh. Okay. And my pick was Afterlife with Archie. Uh, and I'm, I'm art by Franco uh, or Franco Villa. This is his yeah. last name. Um, and I'm forgetting One who of the my writer is. Artists. I love his art. I wish uh, I enjoyed his writing a lot better because he does do a lot of books where oh. he writes and does the art. And the art is always well, fantastic. It's, it's it. not written by Mark Wade. It's not. <laughs> it is not written by it's Mark. It's not. But uh, I'm going to pull it up while you, you kind of talk about your Green Mile a little bit. Green, Green Valley. Green Valley. Oh, jeez. Well, we should probably talk about this beer first, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because we're we're still the bag and board cast, still whether or not board. we are doing an episode or a not episode or a not again episode. Uh, we already drank a beer before doing this too, and we're not even going to talk about that one. No, yeah, that was alright. Uh, but uh, right, <laughs> we're we're going to talk about a beer that only twelve of you <laughs> out there can actually get. Right. Just to make you tell us. <laughs> uh, so we are drinking another XPA from Woodcock Brothers. Uh, we're actually going to drink two of them because on Friday, uh, two days before recording this, they released uh, XPA 10 and XPA 11. Hmm. Uh, they're both uh, 6.5 Tallboy uh, IPAs. And uh, this one is... Th- I don't know. I don't know which one's which, 10 or 11. All I know is that they're always delicious, these XPAs. So uh, 10 is a Simcoe Chinook Centennial 
um, IPA, dry hopped with Simcoe, and they're using Pilsner in wheat malts. So this should be a clean, crisp, hoppy, East Coast citrusy pine beer. I, I guess it's East Coast, but clean, clean and crisp, yes. And then it's got that nice, now that I've drinking through some of it, um, it does have that nice hoppy finish. Like if you just let it sit on your tongue for a while and then swallow and just relax and wait, it's just that piney aftertaste nice, that's piney, right there. A little tropical to that pine. Mm. It's This is a great after mowing the lawn beer because yeah. it's like mm, refreshing and then you're just sitting there and you're like, I could take another sip. I can take another sip. It's got that earthy notes, yeah, the piney earthy notes, little dry. It's mm-hmm. totally dry the back of your mouth out. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a it's a nice drinking, but up front. I get a little bit of the pineapple up up on front, and then it's all that aftertaste just waiting that thirty seconds. Yeah, that's where that drying comes in and everything. It's it's uh it's interesting. I like it because of that. Yeah, it's different. Every one of these has been different. I've enjoyed all of them. Mm-hmm. You know, we've been ranking them. Um, oh, jeez, I forget every my time. Ranking. Yeah, it's it's there's you're so far away from having. Yeah, we're ten away from the first one. <laughs> Well, yeah, we only started drinking at 6. Oh, they don't need to know that. They can't go back and find out. (laughs) No. No, they they do a really good job with these. They're all very different. I haven't had one where I was like, nah, nah, bro. I don't think they've ever missed a mark. I think they're always solid, and I'm always interested. Absolutely. Um, I do remember talking to one of the owners and them saying they were going to do a black IPA version. We have not gotten that yet, mm-hmm. um, which maybe they just decided it didn't work, so they went with something else, mm-hmm. which I like that they're constantly only putting out ones that they're happy with versus just putting it out there. They know that they have people going, and these are like fourteen fifty a four-pack tall boy. You know, you're paying a premium mm-hmm. price. Um, considering when six came out, it was eleven ninety nine, and I found that hard to swallow. <laughs> right. Uh, until it was like seven or eight, when I was like, "Well, these guys are working hard to make sure they put out a solid IPA. Mm-hmm. They're not just putting out crap." So when we finish uh, ten here, we will review eleven yeah. because I was able to pick up. Uh, enough for Paul to have a four pack of each, mm-hmm. and myself to have a four pack of each, and I was such a good friend that I brought my own cans to drink and not show up and be like, "You're giving me one of each of yours." No, no, no. I'm giving you half of one <laughs> of each of mine. I, okay, yeah, and I'm yeah, yeah. I'm having a half of one of mine. <laughs> yeah, if you brought my own, yeah, you know, oh, yeah. I, we would have just split a can each. Exactly. So, you know, after the show, I would still have just the same amount left, but I wouldn't be able to enjoy as much during show. That's true. Uh, oh, so you're saying if I came over, you wouldn't have given me my own? No, we would have split one. <laughs> yes. I'm a, I'm a little taken aback by that, because I showed up with these for many versions of this beer and gave you a full can. That's true. But you, but I was paying for them. <laughs> you were paying, paying for these. Yes. <laughs> Boys, my face red. <laughs> Only because you've been drinking. Uh, uh. <laughs> so I was able to look up Afterlife with Archie, and it's uh, the stories by Roberto uh, Anguera Sacasa. This is where we really miss Chris because Chris knocks these names out of the park. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that guy's name. But, yes, the art is by uh, Francesco uh, Francavilla. So, uh, And why don't we just talk about that one? Because I have it already loaded up on my phone, oh, nice. so we can discuss this. A lot of special thanks here. Uh, George Romero, special thanked. Sam Raimi, special thanked. Uh, Stephen King, probably because it deals with a dog, so it's kind of like uh, oh, it's so. Cujo. No, it's Pet Cemetery. It's Pet Cemetery. Okay, George Romero because it's zombies. Sam Raimi because it's kind of quirky zombies. 
Yeah, I mean, it's Sam Raimi is a master. I don't know who Jesse Goldwater is. Barclay Stiff. I know. I'm guessing Lisa Francavilla is either Francesco's mom or wife. So, so I get that. And there's dot dot dots. Uh, this basically starts off with Jughead's dog, Hot Dog, Hot Dog, uh, being hit by a car, and Jughead quickly rushing down to Sabrina Spillman's from the Teenage Witch, yes, uh, house in order to try to get her or her aunts to save Hot Dog. It's his best friend. It's his I, dog. I would do the same thing for my dog. Do you the know? same thing for my dog. I just wish I knew a witch in town. But, I wish I knew a witch. But I would never do necromancy. I've seen Pet Cemetery. I <laughs> uh, see I haven't. So I am with Jughead on this one. I would not do it. <laughs> what do I know? Also, if you were to do it and I heard about it, I'd leave town. <laughs> I would be like, eh? oh, you'd see a cartoon like me run and like my my print through a wall. Hmm. My silhouette. Through Your a silhouette. Wall? Yeah. Uh, I realize what uh, what why there's a Sam Raimi thank uh thank you because it's the Necronomicon mm. that Sabrina uses. Uh, unfortunately, Hot Dog has passed the the uh, two ants that I can't remember of remember, but they were both cute on the television show. Yeah. Um, you said you know I like them better than uh, Clarissa explains it all. Melissa Hart, yeah, Melissa Hart, Melissa Joan Hart. Sure. Chris would be awesome on this review, <laughs> by the way. I, I'm just, I, I, this episode, I'm just, feel the void. Yeah, uh, definitely. But uh, they say, that, you know, there's just nothing they can do. And Jughead's, come on, you can't you bring him back to life? And, he, and they're like, he, that's blasphemous. And he, that, there's he, a line. He somewhat, he accepts it. Sabrina says, you know, I'm sorry, I know you loved him. And he mm-hmm. said, yeah, I love him as much as you love your cat. And then that's what turns Sabrina to say, All right. Okay. I would do anything to save Mr. Cattison. Uh, Salem. Sure, that's his name. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I will do the same thing for Jughead. Yeah. And uh, she steals the Necronomicon. Steals the Necronomicon, Brown Brown. And uh, <laughs> Spears hitting me hard. Whoo, is it ever? Uh, also, I just can't. I'm, it's so dry in my mouth. Mm. Take another sip. Uh, no, it just drives me out even more. It's like it's trying to drink cycle. sand. It's the cycle. Uh, but anyways, they, they cast a spell, and unfortunately, uh, it's near Halloween, and there's a big Halloween dance. And this is where the Archie comic comes in, <laughs> because it's Archie just living the dream. Oh, man, he's got two hot chicks fighting over what sexy costume they're going to wear. Well, one, you know, originally Betty isn't going to dress up as a sexy anything, she's going to be one of the blondes from Hitchhike, uh, Alfred Hitchcock. She's going to uh, be Alfred, Alfred Hitchcock. She's going to be either the blonde from Psycho or the blonde from uh, The Birds. And I'm sorry when I say they're both dressing up a little sexy. Because okay. they're both pretty hot. I'm sorry. You go with the blonde from The Birds. Well, well, well over I don't the know, girl like, uh, I'm just thinking Psycho. of a girl like in like uh, a dress suit thing with the white pants and uh well then she'd have a dress but oh, then block. she's got like the the suit coat that matches the dress uh-huh, white uh-huh. gloves a purse a little little hat thing on her head and like a bird maybe around her i don't know i'm, I'm <laughs> all for it i'm like oh man hitchcock blonde i'm all ready right. for it and then they were all black and white how can you tell they were blonde? the birds was in color oh was it yes but no soundtrack no, so it made it eerie. Mm-hmm. Because that's because one of the criticisms before the birds came out was that oh well, anything except that music is going to seem spooky. So Hitchcock's like, "F you, dude! I'm going to make a movie without a soundtrack." Yeah, master filmmaker. <laughs> I just love that he did it as a screw you to a critic. Uh, he did a lot of stuff to <laughs> screw you to a lot of people. I didn't know that. I should I should look into that more. But you're the movie guy. I have a, uh, I should still have a really cool book about Hitchcock. Hmm. Uh, I just love how down in the dumps Jughead is. He is the 
he's quintessential emo boy in this movie, in this uh, comic. His dog just died. I know, but even he's like, oh, hot dog, you were my only friend. And I'm like, what the shit? I don't know much about Archie, just the Mark Waid stuff that's been going on. And, you know, Jughead's a little estranged from Archie in that book as well. Um, but, man, Jughead is down. He's down. Uh, definitely. But, uh, and he's down, he's down for the count, too, when his zombie dog comes back and bites him. Uh, yeah. Turn, he, you know, he gets ill, he then becomes... That's um, at the very end. Not, well, I mean, not much more happens. <laughs> He becomes... All that Archie stuff happens with us dressing up as slutty... Dude, that's all super quick. It's all super quick. Oh, by the way, slutty gypsy. Always slutty gypsy. Number one on my power rankings. (laughs) What she went with slutty... uh, But she went with... uh, Vampira? Vampira, because it's a... Slutty vampire. It's another comic book reference, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And Betty. Twist. Slutty nurse. Nurse. Not a blonde from. Uh, and Archie's was like, I can't take this. My friend over there seems depressed. And it's because the bully of the school ends up being the one who hit Jughead's dog. And he feels really guilty is about it. Is he the bully or is Moose the bully of the school? I think they're both. Because he, like, Archie even says, like, yeah, you're a jerk. You're a oh, jerk. You're, 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 mm-hmm. You know, but you're not none of them they're all jerks but they're not that bad yeah because they all get along with Archie yeah because it's Archie mm-hmm. uh, but anyway so that guy is uh, he had hit the dog and then Wrench. Jughead shows up as zombie Jughead at the dance and mm-hmm. then to be continued um fun book did you like the countdown for full uh till first contagion Yes. And then full contagion. It ends with full contagion intimate. Uh, intimate. And um, the conversation that the uh, the principal and the one teacher has, mm-hmm. they're doing the bit from um, Night of the Living Dead. Oh, oh yeah, coming yeah, yeah. to get you, Barbara. Uh, yeah, I, rem- I got that reference. Uh, did you like the debate, nerd debate going on about Freddy Krueger versus Mike Myers? Yeah. There's a lot of, like... There's a lot of, like, horror movie references yeah. thrown in for those long-term horror movie fans. And I guess there's a lot here for Archie fans. Exactly, yeah. This kind of, this is one of, this is the book that led to Mark Wade writing Archie. Mm-hmm. This is the thing that made the books kind of relevant again, doing this yeah. horror take on Riverdale. And even to the TV show, which is... The, uh, Riverdale. Riverdale, but it is like a murder mystery that happened in... Riverdale. I, I hear well because there's a lot of actresses. There's some actresses that were or actors that were on Twin Peaks apparently, that are now on Rivendale. Riverdale. They must not be going back to the Twin Peaks remake. Yeah, uh, or maybe or they continuation. are. And also, so I I've read some reviews online. So they're saying it's like a Twin Peaks meets nine hundred two one zero meets Archie. Archie. Uh, uh, because apparently they're all sophomores. All these 20-something-year-old actors are high school sophomores sleeping with their teachers. Hey, all right. And there's a murder mystery that starts right off the bat with uh, Cheryl Blossom and Jason Blossom, the twins, and Jason Blossom ends up dead. I'm giving you eyes like, I don't know who those people are. Cheryl Blossom just showed up in the Mark Waid. I haven't been reading it. Hmm. She's been a long-term... I guess she's a long... Yeah. Term, Who knows Archie. about Archie? One time somebody's like, oh, John likes comic books, and gave me the Archie Digest that looks like a TV guy mm-hmm. back in the day. And, and I was like, just threw it out. What the hell are you going to do with this? <laughs> I like kept it around for a while because somebody gave me something, mm-hmm. so I usually hold on to it for a while. But then I was finally like, you I, threw it out before somebody had to move you. I'm not going to. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I would not have anybody move that. Yeah. Unless you, it was like, hey, can you throw that out for me? And yeah. they picked it up from that and put it in the garbage. Yeah. Because. When you're, when you're preparing to move, <laughs> that's why you do the paring down. You don't do the move, and then, as you're unpacking, pare down. Paul's letting all his aggression for helping somebody move over no, the weekend. No, no, I'm just, I'm just talking. I'm just talking. I'm talking. I didn't help any move. I didn't help anybody move this weekend. No. I'm not sore right now, <laughs> and the spear isn't helping me, because I'm, all my back is sore. So, so sore. 
Because I spent... He's sore. His back 12, is sore. 12 hours out in the rain. And his head is sore for like, what? Why am I moving this? Come on. That's what you do. You pare down before the move. Yeah. You don't have people move it and then be like, oh, we're thinking about getting rid of that. Yeah. That's a thought that should have occurred long before I showed up here to this day. Right. And, you know, like, hey, I, when I moved, I kept my I kept my couches. Yeah. They went, they're in the basement. But you'll use them. I have a plan for using them. They're super light. Mm-hmm. And uh, when we had an Oktoberfest party, my wife and I took them out of the basement, had them out there for people to use. They were around the fire at the end of the night. Mm-hmm. Like, people used them and had a good time with them. They're, yeah. They weren't hard to move. And, and also, they're light enough where if I helped you move them in, I wouldn't be like, well, there's no moving that now. Exactly. Good luck, everybody. Or, I'm looking forward to a phone call in three months. To help move this again. <laughs> Bunch of bullshit. Yep. <laughs> I'm glad it pared down my life so much that I'm like, eh, I don't need this. Uh, but anywho, uh, I enjoyed this book. I thought it was fun. It was definitely something that I would pick up. I'm thinking, yeah, looking for the trade. This might be my next trade in policy. I would agree to that. Mm-hmm. I would say uh, I would... Finally! I would definitely be down to it because it is... It is fun. Uh, it has lots of great references. I'm actually looking forward to seeing the special thank yous uh, <laughs> to see, like, okay, because I didn't see those special thank yous. And then when you listed them off, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, yeah, that was in the book, that was in the book, that was in the book. So I'm looking like, oh, man, I'm going to check those thank yous and then do the check marks of if those things show up. I don't know if that happens, but mm-hmm. it's something that I'm going to – I'm going to do. Here, you're more of the... You are definitely out of movies. You are definitely more of the horror 80s, late 70s, 80s, 90s horror movie fan definitely. on the show. Yeah. So this seems like I'm a level... i horror of, movie fan of the show. This, this I got a side podcast about it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Is that massacre still going on? No? Don't talk about mm. it. Mm. All right. Uh, so, Somebody went a little crazy. Not going to say it's me. <laughs> well, you did get married to get a very busy man. <laughs> uh, so it's difficult to find time. That's why we do a lot of not episodes That's here. That's why we do a lot of not episodes. <laughs> but no, I had a lot of fun. I think uh, Frank Avila's art, like, it wasn't uh, that boom of color, that uh, blister pack full of color no. Archie comic. It definitely felt it's horror dark. movie. Man, it is stark colors. It's like orange, blacks. There's a lot of uh, pus. Muted red. Like underneath the skin with uh, Archie's bite. Or not Archie's bite, but uh, underneath uh, Jughead's bite. And when he shows up as a zombie, he is full-on gaunt, oh, crazy man. zombie. Well, even like the, do- like the dog. Like, I don't know. I love his art. I love the colors that he uses for it. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, it lots of it, oranges, lots of reds. It, it is Halloween. Fits so well for a horror comic book like this, but it's still like he's still able to capture all those characters perfectly. Mm-hmm. You know, you know who Sabrina is. You know who yeah uh, Jughead is. You know who everybody right. basically is. Well, we know that because even though we don't read Archie, you know. Until Mark Waite. We didn't really read Archie. But, but we still knew who these the, characters were. Yeah, these yeah. characters were still in, in the, the nomenclature yeah. of... Yeah, exactly. So I think it's easier to be like, like Jughead, he has a dog. His name is Hot Dog. Sure. He wears a crown. Mm-hmm. He's got the long, thin nose. I know that. Yes. Archie Ball. Oh, who is it? Archie? Oh, he's wearing the A. Yep, that's definitely Archie. He's a redhead. That's him. Oh, that's Betty. She's a blonde. Betty the blonde. Veronica? Black hair. Black hair. Mm-hmm. Moose, big dude. Big dude. Football player. Um, and since you kind of already know all those, that, that you know, conceit of the, yeah. the relationships, not, I think it was easy to just hit the ground running. Yeah, they're not dumbing it down. Or hit the dog on the road running. They're not dumbing it down. They're not explaining who these characters mm-hmm. are. They do it in just conversation. Betty and Veronica mm-hmm. fighting over Archie. There's for some reason. I still don't get it. Oh, luckiest yeah. man in the look. Mm-hmm. Luckiest man in the comics, right there. Right. And it's not they don't do the whole like uh, you know sometimes comics will do it, especially like superhero comics with when they introduce the villain where that's the name yeah. like over. Boom 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 boom. Mysterio. Yeah. <laughs> right over Mis- with 
General Zod. You may remember him from such, you know, <laughs> comic books as this, this, and this. And in the type font of, like, their comic book, like, yeah, title screen, I guess. I don't but, uh, yeah, I thought this was a lot of fun. I'm definitely looking forward to reading uh, the first volume of this. Uh, look forward to that whole review coming soon <laughs> during my next run-up for uh, Trade and Policy. Uh, and that brings us to our next beer before we get into our next book. It sounds uh, like it's almost exactly the same as our last beer, except with one different digit. <laughs> uh, yes, this is XPA from Woodcock Brothers, 11.0. Uh, this is brewed with El Dorado, Lemon Drop, and HBC 682, which is a unnamed experimental hop. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they are using uh, Pilsner, caramel, wheat, and oat malts in this beer. There's two things I want to say about these hops. One, an experimental hop sounds amazing, but I know it's not like there's a scientist with like some weird kind of like uh, tweezer that's like carrying the hop off the plant as if it's going to explode. Yeah, it's just a what's experimental about a hop? It's a new it's a new breed that they've bred that doesn't have a name. It's I, like it basically is we took I, a cutting from this one, took a cutting from that one. Grafted it together, planted it. Uh, what grows? Who, who these, knows? These who knows? beers full of Frankenstein hops. <laughs> it's, it's like, but experimental hop. It, it makes me think of a guy in the full, like, yeah. you know, Marty McFly and Doc, like, holding the plutonium as they drop it into the time right. machine. Like, in the full uh, Geiger counter, like, suit. Listeners, you know what I'm talking you about. You know what it is. You're releasing a podcast about comic books and beer. You should be that nerdy that you know <laughs> Back to the Future. You know, and with you, that, that tool. Yeah. That forcep? I don't know. Uh, it's pliers, but it's, like yeah, long-reaching pliers. Long re- yeah. yeah. We all know. We yeah. all know. We can picture in our head. Yeah. We use it in cartoons. We know. <laughs> uh, they're not doing that with this, these hops. And also lemon drops. My favorite of the body shots. Lemon drops. Have you ever done it? I just know it as a shot. I don't. Yeah. I wouldn't call it a body shot because I've never done it off of somebody's human body. I've never taken the vodka off of somebody's body, but the sugar off of somebody else's, like either neck or hand, I've done. Okay. But never the actual liquid out of a belly button. Though I've always wanted to, but my wife always tells me no. And <laughs> she's the only like, one I, I can do now. I don't want to get sticky. <laughs> yeah. She's the only one that... And she loves vodka. So I, I've never known her not to like vodka. So I'm like, what's the difference? You just if put anybody in your belly has had one of her Jello shots. They know your wife likes vodka. They might, may or may not actually congeal and settle as Jello. <laughs> they get this like glycerin on the top that you're like, oh, I know this is gonna be bad. Uh, we've actually had the scientists over that use those weird plier things. <laughs> they have to use that for her Jello shots <laughs> and also the full suits. To, so, because we get the peak vodka to Jello ratio. Uh, <laughs> so, what they say about this is it's can- candied hop flavor uh, with a full silky mouthfeel. I definitely get that silky mouthfeel mm-hmm. with this. I get even more of a pilsnery malt from this, which I think I like more than ten, um, just because it's not as drying. Mm-hmm. I still I gave these both three seven five. I gave this one four point oh. The ten I gave three point seven five. Just because it's not that drying, which you know, depending on the day, they would flip ratings. Yeah. But right now that I've drinking so much, I'm like something easy drinking, something that's crisp, refreshing, doesn't leave me dry. Um. I, I guess I don't really understand the Pilsner malt as much as maybe you do, but I get a sweetness there. I get out that round flavor, that silky smooth tongue feel I get. Um, but the candied hops, I don't understand. It's not sweet. It's not. It's not sweet, but if, like, when you take those, like, and and, and we said, because we, we drank probably about maybe half this can mm-hmm. before we started recording, just to get our mouths totally into mm-hmm. it. But, like, 
when I said lemon drop, you're like, oh, I don't get lemon. But I was like, well, mm-hmm. no, it's the name of the hop. Mm-hmm. But you start, like, when you think that, you start getting that little bit of a flavor in there. And I don't get, like, super lemon, mm-hmm. lemon drop. Yeah. Oh, man. But I start getting that little bit of sensory, like, okay, I can I can find it there. That kind yeah. of, not a sweetness, but like a yeah. candiness to it. Okay. I get that. I get that. But I get maybe so much. I mean, there's hop there, but I get that pilsnery, dry, <laughs> and if not I, mouth drying, dry. If any college student is listening, and you're of age, you know, if you're not, but if you're of age and you're not doing lemon drops with girls or girls, if you're not doing lemon drops with guys, you're just doing college wrong. Well, here's the thing: if somebody goes like, "Hey, let's do shots." I don't know who's around me, but I will go, Lemon Drop. Yeah. <laughs> it's my favorite of the shots. It is. There's no reason to do any other shot besides a Lemon Drop shot. It was Lemon Chops and Soko Online for me in high school, in uh, college. <laughs> <laughs> the weirdest thing about that is you did this thing where you have a smile and you, like, darted your tongue in and out of your mouth yep. <laughs> after you said that. Is that your tell? Is that your line? No. 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 It's just like, we're in work play poker. We will never mention that again. <laughs> well, I'm going to keep an eye out for that. Fold. Uh, Fold. <laughs> but you, we're, you are... I, I'm the worst poker. I'm no, the worst no. bluffer. Paul is the most amazing poker player because he'll he'll go, I'm not looking at my cards, and go, like, all in and win. like, Or he'll go, like, uh, he'll take his card and he'll just show one card. He won't look at it and go, I have this card. I'll raise you. And then play. And then everyone's like, well, fuck, the guy's got that. He's like, he's crazy. And then he's like, oh, yeah, I have, you know, I have two aces. I win. Like, blind man's bluff. That's what you do. No, it's fun. Because... I get bored while playing, like, Texas Hold'em poker. Oh, yeah. And, and also, we don't play for that much. Like, five bucks is, like, what we normally play yeah, for, if that, I think. Yeah, we never for a lot of money. <laughs> and never, like, I've spent more money on uh, drinks and snacks <laughs> going to the park, the poker game than I have playing for the poker game. Yeah. And then there's always, like, that extra buy-in, and then people are saying, I'll oh, just take some of my chips. You're fine. Yeah. Um, but no, a good, a good oh, beer. Talking about Heroclix, we haven't had a poker night in like longer than Heroclix. Right? I was at the apartment. It was like my first year in the apartment that I had a poker yeah, night. Yeah, we had that big, everybody mm-hmm. came, and just too many people. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, I think we did it uh, when, I, uh, when I lived with... Uh, oh, over Lisa. at... Uh, yeah, over at Randy's. No. We had one night over at Randy's. We might have had played. one night at Randy's, then that was the last time. But yeah. before that, uh, we had it at, uh, I think it was for my birthday at, hmm. at Lisa's. And uh, that breaks, brings us over to my pick for my wish list, and this is The Green Valley. This is a book written by Max Landis, and this is uh, drawn by uh, Penciler and cover by Giuseppe Camicoli. And I think I nailed that. Yeah. I think I got that name right. Yeah, Capicola. Capicola. And I, I love say, that sandwich. I have to say, eh, Capicola. Uh, <laughs> Capicoli. The art in this book is all, it, It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, just in that first panel, which is just two men on horseback mm-hmm. with the countryside yeah. and clouds in the sky. Uh, uh, beautiful. I find it simpler than, you know, uh, Villa's work. Uh, but it is also... Probably just as hard to draw. Yeah. Okay, yeah, with the clouds and everything in the backgrounds, but... I would say doing this... Doing uh, okay, he, he does did. a lot more backgrounds than what Francavilla did. Yeah, Francavilla is, is just... Yeah, he does a color background. background. And, and I would say this is harder to do than Francavilla. Okay. That's just my opinion. Mm-hmm. I, I have no idea. I am not an artist. I mm-hmm. have no artistic talent. I find that this art comes off a little flat. You know, where it, it, it feels two-dimensional. Um, where Fringavilla does have a what, uh, depth and emotion. There's something being betrayed. You know, there, yeah. there's no out. There's no background. But, man, just a bright black or a, black, uh, a bright uh, orange background. It's... Deliver, delivering on emotion, 
here we do get a little bit of that later on during the attack and siege um but the characters feel flat to me who's the artist that i love that chris hates that you like (laughs) he um he did the um oh my gosh i am yeah, yeah, your XPA ten I'm, and eleven, I, and yeah. also the other one we the were not one, talking uh, about, Cowboy Cowboy, uh, uh, Corduroy Cowboy. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, uh, he did what books? What books did he do? I can't think of it. It's the uh, the book is the Akira uh, or not Akira, not Akira. Uh, uh, with the Asian guy who could. Oh, now I healed myself. Oh, the uh, zombat, uh, zombie, zombie, uh, zombie. He also did. He's uh, the guy. Fraser Irving. Yes. I have to think of uh, the Kelsey Grammer TV show, Fraser to come up with Fraser Irving. That's how my mind worked right mm-hmm. there. No, no, this is uh, more... It's very close, I think, um, maybe a little less flat as Fraser Irving. Mm-hmm. But I love yeah, Fraser Irving artwork, so of course this would pop to me. Mm-hmm. This uh, is like, Just in the yeah, clouds yeah. alone, I see Fraser Irving. Okay. No, I, I, I can get there with Fraser Irving. That's, that's a good call. Um, especially with the character design as well. Um, there was a couple moments where I'm like, wait, who's next to him now? Oh, it's a different character. It's not the, it's the same guy with the helmet off. Um, I could tell the difference. I could, I knew exactly who these characters were throughout this book. Uh, when you first meet the archer though, that, you know, loves getting drunk and, you know, whoring it up with girls that, you know, as soon as well, you see him for, after that first battle. Like you, you're you like, wait a second, for, who's this guy? You see him for one panel, mm-hmm. where the other guys you got for a lot more mm-hmm. than that. This guy, yeah, he just he's some pops. He's there. Yeah, I'm he like, pops up. He's there because he was hidden. Took that dude's ear off. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the, the Green Valley at this point right now, mm-hmm. um, because I I know a little bit more about this book of where it goes. I'm not going to say anything more. Because this will be a Trident policy for me. Okay. Uh, it took every... Okay. Not, a, not again, episode 335. Sneak peek into our Trident policies. Because uh, it took everything I had not to buy issue two and read it right away. Wow. I really like this book. Um, but this is uh, two men on horseback, right up a, a hill, and are having just this mediocre, like... What's with the face? <laughs> I don't have a face. Come on, you got a face. You got a sour baby face. I don't have a sour baby face. He's got rusting b- bitch face, and, which is a phrase I and it's recently these learned. Two friends doing that, and then <laughs> they go like, uh, "How's my helmet?" Yeah, it's too big, right? No, no, it's perfect for you. Oh, you're making fun of me. You're making fun of me. No, There's no, something no. wrong with my helmet, isn't there? No, no, no. Your helmet's fine. Uh, and then this other guy's like, uh, then they all of a sudden they call out to this other guy who's got binoculars, and he's like. I don't know. There's like 400 of them. <laughs> okay, so... 100 each. 100 each. We got okay. that. We can do that. Guys riding out. They ride out, and this barbarian king is like, You will kneel before me. Whoa, whoa, it's whoa. Bonesaw from uh, <laughs> Spider-Man 1. It's like, listen, you just want to turn around. We're the knights. Those knights are myths. No, we're not. We're them. Just, you know. No, no. You guys are myths. I'll bet you your left ear that we're not myths. It's like, what do you mean? Whoop. Ear comes off. <laughs> yep. They send their arch... Like, when they send their archers, and they're just like, whoop, and they throw their swords across them and totally take out all of the, mm-hmm. the arrows coming towards them with their swords. And you're like, man, these guys are badasses. No wonder they're not so legend. Right? And then and they then say the guy, to the guy... And then the guy's like, I bet your head. <laughs> and the guy's like, okay, I'm going to turn around. Now you're I, doing the bone saw voice. I'm not going to do it. I got you for three minutes of big time. It's my bone saw. It's mm-hmm. a good uh, bone saw. Thank you. And then... You it's know, all I could think of when I was looking at that guy. Right? But it's these guys having... They're so casual mm-hmm. about this war and fighting well it's an epic battle that is you know to everybody else for them it is tuesday exactly and it made me it made me so think of like legolas and (laughs) oh yeah gimli uh, gimli just that uh i got 97 
Uh, I got 96. Are you counting that? That's nothing. He was still wiggling. Well, that's because his, his spinal system is lodged in my axe. Yeah. My axe is lodged in his nervous system or whatever. Yeah. You know, like, it made me think of those two. And that's where, like, I totally, like, mm-hmm. just was turned on to this book. It's these yeah. guys that are the greatest warriors who have all teamed up. And the one is found a love. He's looking to retire. One less rodeo. And like he's like, you know, that was my thing. I think I'm done. And then the other guy's the his best friend and the mm-hmm. guy who's looking at like well, I can't I can't do this with the other guys. Like, I need you. Yeah. You're the guy that I wrote against and was like, uh, fuck that king. <laughs> You're amazing. I'm following <laughs> you. Yep. And now he has this moment of like, what am I supposed to do? Yeah, with what's my, my life? life? Yeah. If you retire, like, you are my, mm-hmm. the person I serve. You serve that dude, so I serve that dude. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, the the barbarian horde comes back, takes over the kingdom unaware, kills the lead knight, I don't know any of these people's names, mm-hmm. kills the lead knight's uh, soon-to-be wife, and then has this moment of that knight standing up naked with his sword... And you he, know he's going to kill that barbarian. but He might be a knight, but he goes full commando. Whoa. There you go. So happy about that. <laughs> well, when he said fully naked, it like in my head. And that's where the book ends. And it's like, to me, I was like, all right, I need that next. I need to see this man yeah. kill him. I need to know where this He need to follow goes. up on this Eastern promise. Uh, oh, jeez. <laughs> that was a good one. Um. But, like, the book is called um, The Green Valley. Mm-hmm. And on the cover it says, Green Valley, number one. And then on the bottom it says, it all began with one mistake. That's a guard that fell asleep, right? Because I was kept on thinking, because I read that, I'm like, okay, what's the mistake that one of these knights is making? Right. And I never got it. And I'm like, oh. And then I went through the book one more time. And I'm like, was it? Was it the guard that fell asleep? Was that the mistake? Right. Was that? And what I, what I really love is, like, on the eye for it, it has all of the knights and their weapons they use. Oh. I and, like, a little that. thing about them. So, like, you, in that cover, it kind of ties things together because mm-hmm. it has the basket. It has the pig mm-hmm. roast. It has, like, kind of what's yeah. going on in that book. It's the X-Men roll call. And, uh, and it's something that, like, if you're not paying attention and, like, you know, on the cover it's that flaming arrow, mm-hmm. like... It's written differently than, and the cover is drawn differently than a lot of comic books. Mm-hmm. And the conversation between those two knights in the beginning, it was like, already I was like, I don't know what to expect out of this book. I felt like it was the Kevin Smithing of the knights. <laughs> like, we're just going to talk about the shit we're, you know, about yeah. their daily day, and, you know, this is the job. It's the clerks of knights. Clerks of knights. You know? Maybe that's why uh, I liked it. I, uh, I was a big Kevin Smith fan. You know, and I, I was like, okay, this is fun. This is different. But it really took, you know, and even like going through the book, I was like, okay, I can see the appeal. Uh, I'm excited for you to pick up the second. I would not spend the money on uh, on the trade. I'm glad you are. Dollar ninety nine for the first issue. Mm-hmm. Same price for the second issue. Okay, I had to pay a premium apparently for the IDW uh, or Archie Bucks, Archie Bucks uh, because they did not drop in price. So it was three ninety nine. I think so. Oh, so I could get like both these books for yeah. basically one and two for what you pay for. Yeah, 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 for the first after. Unless I was a unlimited. Whatever, yeah, yeah. And well, I, I think read them too, for free. it goes into whatever the price of the volume one to buy mm-hmm. it adds. Because usually yeah. they try to have it. Yeah, if it you were sense. to buy the single issues, it adds up to the same price as volume one. <laughs> uh, I enjoyed it. Um, I wish there was something more. Like I kept on like, oh, okay, this is that stereotype. This is this type, you know. Like, yeah, uh, you know, it's like the it's the old rodeo hand coming back for one more gig because his wife is now there. Well, I think it's a guy that has nothing to live Lo- anymore mm-hmm. for. But also, I mean, the cover of the next issue is 
a young person on the a phone. Young, a young boy comes to town or something. Yeah. So it's maybe it's completely, you know, you don't know exactly maybe it, where this is I'm going. I'm thinking it's the bastard son of the king. Uh, let's see, I wasn't thinking that at all. I'm I like, thought it was the person who's going to breathe life into that old knight who's now has nothing. It's either that or it's the... Yeah, it's either that or the fourth of the... Or it's uh, the story the, of how... What's the sword kick, people? The musketeers. It's Don, uh, yeah, D'Artagnan. Or it could be the story of the knight we saw standing up against the barbarian king and how he got to be there. Uh, okay. The one thing I do know about this book, The Green Valley, is every issue that has come out has come to reprint. So it's sold out. It's sold out and then needed to go back into reprint, go back into reprint with every issue. Hmm. Because it's something that I've been following and wanting to pick up, but I'm like, ah, I'm not going to get it this <laughs> week. I'm not going to get it this week. Well, if I do this, in my mind, i got to buy one, two, three, four. Yeah. Like, i got to go back and buy them all if I'm going to buy the first issue. Hence why it's just been sitting in my, <laughs> in my um, wish list. Yeah. But the one thing I have noticed, because I've wanted to read this, was it's constantly going to be back to reprint. Hmm. And it was that one when I was scrolling through my wish list that I was like, oh, this is the perfect excuse for me to pick this book up. Yeah. And it's $1.99. <laughs> uh, it wasn't the reason why I pitched this idea. <laughs> was it not? It wasn't. It wasn't? It wasn't. There's, I mean... You do have a lot you in your wish list. You can scroll through my yeah. wish list. There's tons of stuff. A lot of trades, a lot of... I think I have three books in my wish list that I do not o- currently own. I have a lot of stuff I, I can definitely bother. cut because it's like, oh, this week I didn't buy Dick Grayson number seven. Right. You know, I didn't buy this number eight or mm-hmm. this number three. And those are there. But now, like, there are a lot of indie books that I was like, oh, yeah. And then some of them I was like, oh, I just added this. Mm-hmm. So I can't pick that. i got to go five down and then start. Uh, but, yeah, I, I really like this book. Mm-hmm. I liked both of our picks for completely different reasons. <laughs> right. You know, the horror fan of me loved this. The fantasy knights in shining armor and battles and stuff, I liked the other one. I just want to see, you know, both Betty and Veronica in another slutted <laughs> costume. I, I'm, that's that's where I'm at. Well, at least we know we have Chris's pick for uh, trade and policy. Did he pick? He didn't. Okay. Uh, uh, monthly look back. <laughs> I did pick up a couple number ones this week. You know, in I have a, I have a good amount for February. Yeah, we can. Uh, I was glad to see that you picked up Batwoman. Well, March. We're doing oh, the March, March look back. Uh, so well, let's start pitching that on the you know the planning schedule. Well, we still gotta get March Madness out of the way. No, we don't. We we could drop March Madness. I I, I like doing March Madness every year. It's okay. fun. It's a fun thing for us. I like. I don't care about the listeners. <laughs> I like doing it myself. We could quickly talk through it. No, we can never quickly talk through it. We tried one year. No, no, we all come. Chris, you and Chris were like, oh, we can do writers and artists in one show. And then then I was like, no, we can't. And then two hours in, we're still talking about writers. And I was like, I told you guys. Mm -hmm. I think we all just bring our number ones. (laughs) I was the only one to turn in a list. Well, your list was partially my list because I told you about Kelly Thompson. You reminded me about Kelly, Kelly Thompson. Thompson. I'm like, yeah, put her on the list. And you did. And I'm like, Cause I was no, like, that's my list. <laughs> that's my list, too. <laughs> Pretty hey, much. You would talk some, through it. You have some more beers? <laughs> I got to do stuff, like wash the floors and, and screw things in. Child-proof our, our apartment, even though we're not for our nephews. That have never come over ever. <laughs> right. My dad has his uh, coffee table table is coffee mm-hmm. or uh, childproof, mm-hmm. and I'm just like every time I'm like I just touch it like corners corners. He's got the that like Nerf foam yeah. on the corners. Yeah. I'm like ah, the kid never comes over. Now he's coming over more. Oh, little baby, little baby Daniel, little baby Daniel. 
two-year-old baby Daniel. Mm. He can walk. can walk. Loves dinosaurs. Apparently so. I bought him uh, Wexler from Axe Cop. Dinosaur. Wearing sunglasses. Machine gun arms. <laughs> if that's not his favorite, then I don't know what kids like know. anymore. I tried to find him a Gamera. It's oh, insane yeah? to find a Gamera toys. Oh, it's just a huge turtle with like spiky yeah, shell, I right? Yeah, official Gamera. I can't just I can't give him something willy nilly. I got to give him official Paul. Do you? Yeah, I do. Well, he know. Nope. You just tell him it's Gamera. No, friend of all children. I will know, and his father will know. Do you want me just to give him? My, my you sister. want me to just give you the card out of King of Tokyo? My sister will know too. No, because what is he going to do with the card? He's going to eat it. <laughs> Well, what's he going to do with an official Gamera toy? Hopefully. Become a friend of all Gamera? <laughs> be a friend of all children. Because that's Gamera's thing. <laughs> all right. And if you're a friend of the podcast, uh, thank you so much for listening to these rambling. Hey, we talked about comics for the first talked time. We about comic books. A little while. And that was fun. Uh, if you enjoy Afterlife with Archie more so than uh, the Green Valley, let us know. Over at Facebook. Maybe I'll put up a Facebook poll. Have mm. we ever done that before? I think we did it once. It didn't work out. Didn't work out? Uh, probably won't work out. So on two, when, after I post this, maybe a couple days later, I will post a poll. Yeah. Just to try to get people excited. Because uh, who knows when we'll be able to record the next actual episode. You might get another not episode. You might, and uh, not another again. Mm-hmm. Three thirty-five. Uh, we we apologize, but not really because we had a lot of front talk last not episode. Because that I I said to Paul when I showed up here today, maybe we shouldn't do that one because I feel like, like that fa- the last part really fell apart, and he's like, I already posted it. Mm-hmm. I knew that I, I was just sitting here thinking. Man, I just want to play a board game with my friend right now. <laughs> this is what we're doing. But, you know, we do it for you. We spent four hours talking with each other in 35 30 minutes. minutes. Talking, talking to, you, to you. The internet. Uh, I apologize somewhat, but... Not really. I hardly get to hang out with my friends. So, there's that. Um, but you are our friends, the internet. All of the listeners. So, thank you so much. <laughs>